welcome to Court on the Macabre. I'm Katie Adkins. And the super sultry Kelly. I'm Sammy! That's Sammy! <laughs> We're really good at introductions. We're so good at introductions. And it's my birthday! Woohoo! Yay. Happy birthday to me! You deserve it. Cake and flowers. Presents all around. It's your day. You're older. Way to go. Way to do it. You survived. Ta-da! You did it! <laughs> I'm going to turn the mic towards us. Okay, that's a good idea, too. Yay! Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's the best intro yet. Love it. <laughs> Nailed it. Super fucking excited about it. And we're going to talk about two urban legends. Hooray! And Sammy here is going to start us off with why she chose urban legends as our theme. Go. Okay. Well... I need to give the backstory about why I liked Snopes in the first place. Snopes.com is where you can check out to see whether something is true or false. So a lot of times lately it's like political stories or urban legends or just like articles that are circulating on the internet. You can go to Snopes.com and it'll tell you if it's true or false. But you can also browse through various articles. And if you're a baby Sammy, there's like a horror section and a section about sex stuff. And a section about Disney. (laughs) Oh, you got all your bases covered. Like where they talk about all the penises. Yeah. Like Disney conspiracies? Disney conspiracies. Penises. There's like the penis in the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Both penises in the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. SEX in the Lion King. There's a second penis in the Little Mermaid. I just yes. know about the building. The building? Yeah, and the, the building. Also, the priest, when they get married, has a boner. Yep. I didn't know that penis. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you think about which movies have penises in them, and you would never suspect that the Little Mermaid has two, but they do. I would. Someone will murder. I would say too many dudes out there are too into Ariel. Let me tell you. I met many a dude who is like, I had a confusing child boner for Ariel. Like, they didn't even know what a boner was. They were like, well, this happened. Yeah. Yeah. I had that before Aladdin in the girl version. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. It's kind of like that with Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I had Tuxedo Mask and Aladdin, and then the Moonlight Night happened. Blew my mind. Oh, wait. <laughs> I really liked Harry Potter, but I also really liked Interview with the Vampire, but that one, like, upset me. You saw Interview with the Vampire when you were itty-bitty? I saw clips of it. Like, you, like... Like, like when I was a child, I watched a... Uh, here's my experience with Interview with the Vampire as a child. I didn't see the whole movie when I was itty-bitty, because my parents were like, uh, no. <laughs> I saw a clip with Kirsten Dunst when she was a child giving an interview about her experience filming, and they showed clips of Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt with that, and I was, like, upset that I was, like, sexually attracted to, like, Brad Pitt because I, like, didn't understand, and I was like, no, it's gross, he's an old man. But really hot. But really hot. But I was like a child, and it was a weird thing. Just yeah, let it go. It's, that's fine. Rough. it's fine. Mine was Spike, and I had zero regrets, and I didn't. Spike for a man was like, time. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm really into dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, little foot. It's about Come time on. you guys knew. <laughs> was Spike from what? Buffy. Buffy. Oh, yep, I get it. I yeah, get that. no, that was mine. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Strong, silent type. All right, right, somebody make a shirt of a sexy dinosaur, please. (laughs) 
No, what's funny is Spike from Buffy is like the opposite of Spike from a million before time. <laughs> you mean once a vampire was a dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. The big difference. I meant personality wise. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, dude. Sorry. I just couldn't imagine what you meant as like what Charles would be interested in the Spike. What character? Anyways. Anyways. So baby Sammy wasn't a weenie per se. But she knew what made her stomach hurt and where the line was that would make her stomach hurt with anxiety versus just, like, normal okay things. And so that line was scary stuff, awkward social situations, shows like That's a Raven, or even some episodes of Lucy McGuire, The Real Judge Jackson, all Wait, of they, it. they... They scared, so scared you or gave you anxiety? Yeah. Yes. Anytime there were characters who were doing stuff they know they shouldn't do, but they did it anyways and they were going to get in trouble, I couldn't fucking handle it. It's all so of them. Pure. I, it's all of them. No, it was just irritating because I'm like, you can see the future. You know this isn't going to work out for you. Why are you doing this? <laughs> there was one episode where she said, you know what? Every time I intervene... It ends up happening, so I'm not going to intervene this time, mm-hmm. and then it fucking ended up happening. <laughs> she couldn't win. She couldn't win. Just because you can see the future doesn't mean you can change it. And but that was the whole point of the see. show. Yeah. That and she misunderstood her Don't visions all the time. Me. I miss that show. That was such a good show. Yeah. Bring back good Disney. Yeah. yeah. So Urban Legends. Oh, okay, so the reason why I liked my mom... Showed me this website one time because I told her about this picture that somebody printed off the internet and brought to my sixth grade. Um, And she was like, here's where you can check to see if something's real or false. And basically, there are pictures of something called bonsai kittens. Oh, no. Which is what it sounds like. I don't know if it sounds like what it is. But basically, you take newborn kittens and you put them in a jar or like a crazy shaped bottle. And then you had tubes to take away the poo-poo and the pee and a tube to feed them and then as the kittens grew their bones would mold the shape of the crazy shape of glass but it's fake it's very fake that's Thank some God. madame dauphine shit oh, oh from yeah. new orleans yeah yeah it was definitely a satire though like the whole point of it was to just like be a hoax that's satire i'm yeah. sorry what are we making fun of i don't know uh, animal abuse fuck i think it was the last take, I mentioned something that you guys screamed at. Yeah, don't do that thing. Okay, I won't. Don't Wait, what thing. was it again? The kitten thing. Oh, stomping. Crush videos. Crush videos. Fuck that. Yeah. And here I thought it was admitting who your crush is. I on could a video. have gone my whole life without knowing this. I sorry. I knew about the like throwing baby animals in rivers and bags and stuff. Oh. Drowning them. Ah, I hate all this. If you hurt kittens, you're the worst person. But anyways, yeah, holy shit. I didn't know bonsai kittens were a fucking thing until now. Yeah, they were like a thing apparently in 2001 and 2002, but they made a resurgence in 2006 whenever I was in sixth grade. Or 2004 when I was in sixth grade. Yeah, that would have been around the time. Yeah, we were in the same grade. 10 minus 6, 2004. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's how I got into Snopes.com, and from there I felt comfortable exploring horror stories, because right there at the top of the page, I could know whether it was real or not, and that soothed my weenie soul. <laughs> her, her silly weenie Sammy soul. Oh silly weenie soul. I need to mention again this time is how that reminded me of the Chick-fil-A, not Chick-fil-A, the KFC story my brother believed when he was... 
Thank you. I do that every time. I always forget to get rid of the sound for the podcast. Thank you so much for hosting, though. I really appreciate it. Okay. When my brother was 10, which was back in 1992. Oh, yeah. Kid from school told him that... The KFC chickens are raised without beaks or limbs. I remember hearing that. And that, like, they're just like a giant chicken nugget. Ew. <laughs> I heard that about Zaxby's, but it was that um, they were all clones. Like, all the chickens were clones of other chickens, and that they weren't real chickens because they were all cloned chickens. Is that so bad? I don't fucking know. Do I they have souls? Like, it's not real meat. I was How does like, that work? I was like, this is stupid and weird and dumb. Like, I feel stupid for asking, do they have souls? That's really like. Uh, do any chickens have souls? <laughs> I don't know. Chickens are soulless. <laughs> Evil chickens. I mean, that checks out to me. <sighs> I mean, I think chickens are okay. So my friend growing up, yeah, her mom um, had a pet chicken. And they were super sweet, and they just would come up to you and want to be petted and loved, and they just put their head on you. Except they're literally coated in salmonella. I Not the ones birds. that are indoor animals. Those do indoor you, chickens. Do you know what salmonella is? What? Chicken shit. Okay, well, you clean up after them. If you have something that's poisoned Look, with salmonella, it's chicken shits in your food. So if you touch a bird, they roll around in the poop. That's where they hang out. Okay, well, guess what? There's parasites in cats that cause schizophrenia, and we still own cats, so. Well, I would gladly take schizophrenia for a cat. It helps cause schizophrenia to happen. <laughs> it doesn't cause schizophrenia to make person. Sacrifices. So, like, if oh, you were likely, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, if you're already predestined for schizophrenia. It, like, makes it more likely yeah. for it to happen. Um, Dogs don't do that. Heads up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So the reason why, by the way, a dog kind of could, because the reason why uh, that parasite exists in cats is because outdoor cats who, it's because that parasite exists in, like, mice and small rodents and stuff, and so the cats will kill and eat the mice and, like, digest the rodents, which will, they'll digest the parasite, which then they will poop it out, and then the humans scoop the poop, and then they get inflicted with it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like when you pet a chicken and you kiss a chicken and it's covered in its own poop, you right. get salmonella. If you clean you the chicken, it won't. <gasps> Do chickens often? really roll around in poop? Yeah. Don't all animals? Well, chickens are really cats don't. For cats. Cats, cats don't are fucking roll around. They're clean. Dogs are stupid. My dog, I took a bath yesterday, and I was trying to drain the tub, and Barty tried to jump in the tub to drink the water, and then was like, oh, no, my feet are wet. And I was like, you idiot. Yes, it's a full tub. What did you think? I had to drain it and dry him off. And he was oh so my god! So give me more of your urban legends that aren't horrifying, like bonsai kittens. Okay, here's a silly one. Okay, it's kind of okay. So this is one that I remember being told when I was a Girl Scout and okay. I was a brownie. Did any of us ever evolve past brownies? <laughs> I think I was a junior for like a year, but that was it. Same, actually. This I barely is... tried. Oh, this is one. Okay, so fun, fun side story. My Girl Scout troop leader's oldest son got arrested for growing pot in their backyard. Pot brownies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was told this story when I was a brownie, and this is before I really knew what sex was. Another related story we could potentially go into later. Perfect. <laughs> Let's do it. But, okay, 
So basically, this is a story that I read. Well, it's told, and then I read it later on in like middle school. But basically, um, these two kids were up on top of a mountain having sex. What's that? Some sort of naked boogie woogie dance. Got it. And <laughs> I heard adults do it in the shower. Yes, that means you're naked if you're in the shower. <laughs> do you know my story? Boogie, naked boogie woogie dance is my favorite explanation for sex of all time. Let's. I, I, I Here's the thing. Next guy I'm in town, be like, hey, do you want to do the like naked boogie woogie dance? <laughs> And he'll be like, I think I know what you mean, but like, I'm actually going to have to ask you to clarify. <laughs> oh, man. So they were on top of a mountain doing the naked boogie woogie. And then, boom, hit by lightning. What? Yeah. And because they used a condom, the latex fuses their two junk zones together. The guy survived. The girl did not. You want to know what this is? What? Some dude in the woods wanted to fuck a girl, and she was like, I want to use a condom. And he's like, no, we shouldn't. We could get fused together. We could get fused together if we get struck by lightning. I really didn't sign up to have your corpse hanging off my dick. Sorry. So, literally this. (laughs) They're on top of a mountain. He's like, hey, I need to pull out because, you know, I'm... Afraid of lightning, I guess, but he can't, and they're because they're fused. And then he looks, and she's dead. So then, guess what happens? What? A bear comes. No. And eats the dead. The dead girl, girl <laughs> who's attached to this dude's penis. Did he eat the penis, or did no. he eat around it? He ate the girl. Wow, that's a very talented bear. So then, after the bear, <laughs> like. <laughs> Dick bit off by a bear? No, he just, he like, just took chunks of the girl that died. <laughs> he just like flopped it on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me hold up the legs while I run. Oh my god! Oh, no, god. he didn't run away. He couldn't run away. The bear just like comes and takes some of the dead girl and then goes off. I'm fucking crying. What? Okay. So then. As if it couldn't get worse, he's, like, crying and screaming and freaking out because not only did his girlfriend die, gained by a bear in front of him, and he's, like, stuck to the corpse by his dick of all things. Guess who comes to help him? His mom. An entire troop of Girl Scouts. (laughs) See, I mean, you had the best urban legend. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mine are boring as shit compared to this. My, like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ! So, future surgeries may produce a reasonably functioning penis, but the student's family jewels referred to by the doctor as the scrotum mass are irreparable. That's what the article said. Oh. Is that... Okay, this is one of your... True or false ones? False. Okay. There's I no way that's I true. I, I had hope. <laughs> I was just There's like, no Jesus. Way. No, somebody told me that. Wow. And I was like, what? That's crazy why were they stuck <laughs> oh, oh my, my god fucking god that reminds me of um when i was like i think i was like eight years old this girl 
uh, told me that she heard a story about a five-year-old getting pregnant in some third-world country or something. Yeah. You heard about that, right? Yeah. And so I went home and told my mom. I was like, Mom, apparently some five-year-old, like, got pregnant, which, number one, I didn't know how people got pregnant. I knew it involved something mm-hmm. with the opposite mm-hmm. sex, but I didn't know how. And two, I didn't know what rape was. So, like, I didn't know. And so my mom was like, no, that's impossible. And I was like, why? And she's like, it's just not possible. And I was like, but why? Mom, I need explanations. (laughs) I was like, I need a fucking explanation, mom. Like, here's your fucking opening to tell me about the birds and the bees. Why don't you take it? Like, here's your opening to tell me what, like, tell me what the fuck a period is. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I'm still angry about periods. I still don't know what it is. I wish someone would tell me. A period? Yeah, I don't know. Help me. Help me. It's the biggest urban legend of all time. (laughs) So, some men says that women can control it. And that women can also decide if they get pregnant or not from sex. That's wonderful. But no, when I found out in the fifth grade about periods, I felt fucking cheated. I was angry. Like, all the other girls in my class were like, oh, what? And I was, like, pissed off. I, like, went to the teacher, and I was like, is this for fucking real? Except without the fucking, I was like, is this real? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I didn't ask for that. I didn't sign up for that. If I had known, I would have reassigned myself as a male in the fucking womb like what is yeah. this shit i was so angry and i was like i have to deal with this every month and they were like yeah and i was like this isn't fair <laughs> like i was outraged yeah and like no one understood why i was outraged and i think i had every right to be outraged <laughs> i was so mad god <laughs> do you guys want to hear my story of my ranking system i invented in elementary school yes it's pretty cute. Is it? Oh, I want to okay. hear everything you ever did, Sam. Go. <laughs> okay, this is it. This is share time. So I was on the back of the bus on the way to um, Gifted Program, where we did mm. brain teasers all the time. <laughs> it was bullshit. But basically, I was talking to this girl, and we were saying, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, what does it mean if a guy likes you? Because my little boyfriend, Timmy, told me that I was a 10 out of 10. <gasps> so we needed to assign some sort of ranking structure so we knew what that meant as far as our romantic prospects were concerned. So <laughs> Very important. In what, fifth grade? This was like fourth grade. Yeah. Beautiful. And I, keep in mind, as dumb and innocent as Sammy's are nowadays, baby Sammy's were way worse. <laughs> very, very dumb. <laughs> this, um, so we were going through the list and we were like, oh my gosh, like a one is like a handshake and like a two is like a high five and like a three is like <laughs> a hug and a four is like a kiss on the cheek and like a five is like an actual kiss on the lips. And, like, That's a six five. is making out. Okay? And then, like, eight or nine is, like, sex. With seven. Something. I don't remember. You skipped seven. I skipped a couple things. But okay. number ten? Eight or nine was sex. But ten was taking a shower together. Because you were naked in the shower. But you're not naked but during sex. you're not naked sex. during sex, I obviously. didn't know what sex was. I didn't know what sex was. Shower is much more intimate, obviously. Obviously. Oh, my God. So, um, that's in the back of the bus. It's me and this girl. And so, come to find out, like, a couple days later, she tells the entire lunch table, the entire ranking system, including Timmy. Who's my boyfriend at the time? And I go up to the water fountain to fill up my cup of water, and he comes up to me, and he goes, I still think you're a 10. 
I would take a shower with you. I would shower with you. Scandal. Wow. That's a huge scandal. I was scandalized. I wish I had a cute boyfriend in elementary school. He was my social partner. There's a guy I had a crush on and he kissed me and I told on him. <laughs> <gasps> That's hilarious. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> we had, um, so at the end of my tale with the list... That girl who told on me for the skinny dipping thing, yeah, she told her teacher about the shower. Yeah, I had to go to the principal's office about the list. Yeah, and when I was in the principal's office, the teacher in fourth grade tried to convert me to her Church of Christianity or whatever. And when I had no adults with me, and so my mom came in the next day and yelled at her, and that's why I ended up going to private school. Wow, I did not know. We yelled at the teacher. Yeah, because she was like, "You can't do that. This is like government school. You this can't, is not like, You can't. You can't tell a kid what her religion should be in yeah. a public Dang, school. Yeah, you're lame. She was like, "You need to confess to Jesus, and he'll forgive you for your sinner ways and all this shit." And I'm like, "This what? is an innocent thing. I don't know what sex means. I, I had ten was showering. Like, what's wrong? with I you? had the most liberal teachers compared to you. Yeah, like, Augusta so was backwards as shit. Oh yeah, I'm in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I forgot. That's why all my teachers are liberal. Yeah, hi. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Fuck, dude. Because literally, I had, like, my fifth grade teacher is the only teacher of mine who taught us that America had concentration camps for a- Asian people. I didn't learn that until eighth grade. I only learned it in fifth grade. All of my other teachers and all my other history classes never talked about it. My health teacher called a special assembly and pulled us into one of the Spanish rooms and showed us a documentary because she was like, you guys need to know this shit. Kelly, did you just learn something? Today. No, it's okay. She's in Florida. They don't. They they don't teach us anything. They teach us how to wrangle alligators and (laughs) chicken fry steak. Oh, that sounds good. Let me say she's from Florida. Save the manatees. Save the manatees, guys. They need you. You know, they get hit by jet skis. They get hit by jet skis constantly. Constantly. (laughs) Stop with the jet skis. Save the man. Okay, so um, here's the thing, though. There's a shit ton of people, Kelly, in Georgia and Atlanta who didn't know that. I just happen to have a stupid, a super, not stupid, a super liberal fifth grade teacher who wanted us to know that because she knew no one else would teach us that. The thing, the reason why I said the Florida thing isn't that I think everyone in Florida is stupid. It's just that I learned through that that girl, you know, that they teach that the Civil War wasn't over slavery and that still they did, blows they my mind they did that in augusta too did they really yeah they okay like, they at least didn't do that rights. here they, they didn't, didn't do, do that it here. at my private school but they did that at my public school in my sixth grade class my teacher literally wrote civil war slavery <laughs> like huge ass letters like that's what this was on I don't give a fuck what your mom says. Yeah. Like, that's what all my teachers said. Like, they were like, mm-mm, slavery, that's what I'm fucking teaching you. But, yeah, yeah. no, so, Kelly, uh, so during World War II, because the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, Americans put uh, Japanese the Japanese people. people in the concentration camps in America. They were called internment camps. They were called internment camps, but they were no different they from were. concentration camps. Well, so they weren't, like, yours? murdering people. No, so is this your urban legend? No, this or? is real. This is history. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is fucking real. Yeah, no, that's, that's awful. <laughs> and it is awful, but America <laughs> tried to, like, catching con- up. America tried to pretend we didn't do that, 
And, like, a lot of it isn't in a lot of history books. And it's total bullshit. Yeah, that's but, a problem. But, yeah. Okay, so back to urban legends and not actual <laughs> history. I, need, I, I just need you guys to know... Americans have had concentration camps. We call them internment camps to make us feel better, but we are no strangers to that concept. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I have a lot. I have three more stories. Okay. Well, if you want, I can tell mine. You can do yours if you want. Okay. Okay. And then we'll go back because... I have a lot. (laughs) Because Kelly's just here for commentary tonight. Well, I actually do have, like, a very short thing that (gasps) might... Go, go, go. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Y'all know about Cropsy? Yes! I do. I know, like, the... <laughs> Sorry, I yelled. The gist. It's okay. I edit that part. Okay, cool. I don't know, like, a shit ton about it. I just know that that one was a real one. That one was one that turned out to be real, where they were yeah. like, kids couldn't hang out in the woods, because if you did, you were going to get snatched up by Cropsy, and he was going to take <laughs> you to his lair and kill you. And that was one <laughs> that ended up being true, it was a bus driver who, like, had – I don't know if it was a secret lair or if he was just literally living in the fucking woods. But he would take kids from, like, oh. special – He lived in an abandoned hospital. He lived in an abandoned hospital. That's what it was. Yeah, but like he he drove uh, the bus for special needs kids, and he would just snatch them up and take them back and kill them. It was That's fucked so up, dude. Yeah. No, it's really fucked up. Uh, I have two stories from summer camp that stayed with me my whole fucking life. And then um, to the point to where I don't even have to look them up. I just know the story still. And I decided today to look them up to see if there was any truth behind them. Mm. Only to find a related story that I think they were inspired by. I'm going to start off with the shorter one, which is a story of Mad Max. Which I'm, Not Bloody Mary? Not Bloody Mary. It's Bad Max. It's a summer camp story. The counselor goes, in our cabin, uh, there was a blind girl, and she had a seeing eye dog, so she had to stay on the first, like, lower bunk by the seeing eye dog, and they described, like, which bunk it was in the cabin, and it was my bed. Is it the look like Drip Drip? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> drip Drip. Mm-hmm. The story's so scary. Yeah, this, and of course they were like, it's my bed. And everyone's like, oh my god, it's Katie's bed. And I was like, I'm not blind, guys. I'll be able to see. (laughs) Pretty much, the girl would wake up in the middle of the night because she heard a sound. She'd hear like a dripping sound. She'd put her hand out and her dog would lick her hand to notify her to let her know that everything's okay. Like the dog was trained to do that. So the first time she heard a sound, she like woke up. And she put her hand down by her dog, and he licked her hand, and she was like, okay, okay. And, like, went back to sleep. She woke up again because there was, like, a scratching sound under her bed that woke her up. And she thought maybe it was her dog or something and freaked out, and she put her hand out, and her dog, like, licked her hand again to let her know that it was okay. So the next morning, they woke up to the screaming of the camp counselor, who walked into the bathroom, her seeing-eye dog was hanging dead in the shower with blood written on the walls humans can lick too. And there was a dead guy under the bed with a knife, and he was cutting through the bottom of her mattress. Or was that not part of your story? That wasn't part of my story. It was a dead guy. Yeah. How'd he die? Somebody stabbed him. In my versions, it okay. was like there was an older brother or something. I was told that it was a psychopath who was just being fucking crazy. 
Oh, in my version, it was like she had the upstairs bedroom and like somebody got the bad No, this guy. is a camp story. It was at my camp cabin. Well, I had, so they like, modified it to fit the camp. Yeah, they definitely did that. <laughs> they I modified was... it. They dumbed it down a lot for us. They were just like, drip, 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 drip. And she was like, what's that? And walked in there and. The dog was dead. She wasn't even blind? She wasn't blind in my version. She was blind in mine because of the licking. It was just a dog. It was just her dog. She was scared of the dark or something. Yeah. Oh, well, in my story, she was blind because why else would a dog be at this camp unless it was a seeing-eye dog? Because I went to a summer camp where you couldn't bring your dog. I wish you could bring dogs to camp. They deserve to go to camp. They do. There's a doggy camp. (sighs) So my other story, which is a little longer... Not too much, but a little longer. Um, It was about a boy in, I think, the late 1960s, early 70s. He lived uh, near our summer camp. So Mm -hmm. when I was 11 or 12 is when, because I went to this camp, like, for five years in a fucking row. Uh, At this camp, when you got to be about around 12, 13 is when, on Wednesdays, you were required, you had to go camping in the woods away from your cabin, and they had these little, like... Imagine a metal building tent thing where it was, like, three sheets of metal that made, like, a teepee, but one side it was just completely open, and it had, like, cots in it. So you were open to all of the wilderness, but you were in technically an encasing, so if it rained, you wouldn't get wet. Imagine, like, a metal tent. There was a uh, campfire in the middle (laughs) and a bunch of these little metal tent things surrounding it, okay? Okay. Just imagine a building missing a wall. That's what it was. It's like a triangular square. What's the kind of pyramid? I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to dumb it down for you. I'm starting over. It's a cube missing a a wall. That makes it easier to describe. It's a fucking cube missing a wall. It has cots in it. The end. Perfect. Wait, is there a screen or just exposed? It's just exposed. No screen, no nothing. Exposed. But bugs... Yes, bugs. No. Oh, yes. Yes, bugs. No, no, no bugs. All bugs. All <laughs> no. of them. All of them. You shit in a hole. Ew. That's, that was Wednesdays at this camp. Only on Wednesdays you could poop. You get toilets <laughs> all the rest of the time. That's you get indoor plumbing and the whole shebang and a cabin with electricity the rest of the week, except on Wednesdays, Wednesdays. when you're supposed, you're supposed to real camp. Are you we got a whole camp it? and not, like, some kind of... <laughs> punishment like bad. it was supposed to be fun apparently <laughs> pooping in holes having a blast it sounds like they were like let's put the problem children in there yeah why do you assume i'm a problem child because we know you hi, <laughs> hi. okay so the story they told us for this was that um in the georgia mountain woods was a boy named timothy <clears throat> timmy who lived with his abusive mother Aww. And she made him do all these chores and barely fed him. And he <gasps> had to walk super long to, like, gather wood that wasn't wet or, like, that was dried up probably, like, if it rained or something. Oh. To, like, <laughs> gather guys? wood for fire and all this shit. Even though they fucking had electricity and all this shit, she would just make him do all these chores. It's not, like they, it's not like they lived in the dark ages. It was, like, the 70s, you know? She's just a bitch. She's a bitch. <laughs> and he uh, had to live in the basement where his um, only hobby that he loved was carpentry. And he would just build pieces of furniture and little carvings and everything he could with the wood that was left over. And so he decided to spend a couple weeks working really hard on a rocking chair. And it was this beautiful, ornate, gorgeous rocking chair by the time he was finished. 
and his mother, in a drunken rage, got upset at him and smashed the rocking chair, the one thing he had ever loved, the one thing he was ever proud of. (gasps) Mother of the year. Wow. The one thing he ever cared about. So that night, he snapped. A twig. No. (laughs) God damn it, Sammy. Oh, sorry. He snapped. So what he did was... Fuck you, twig. He got a screwdriver. Or maybe it was was either an electric drill or a screwdriver and made some sort of mechanic that, like, basically was an electric drill with a screwdriver. But he went upstairs quietly into his mother's room, and as she lay there... He drilled in one of her eyeballs. <gasps> Ew! Until it went all the way through. And then he did the other one oh, all the way through. I don't think that's and how then eyeball he science called. <laughs> it does. It's not how. Well, it like just through his, her head, through the eye. <laughs> eyeball science. You heard it here, folks. Kelly, the eyeball scientist. She didn't wake up after the first one. <laughs> she was just like, eh, well, this is fine. What? I still got another one. So, the man, Obrin could have taken some fucking lessons from this bitch. So wow. this boy was crazy, and he Too called soon. the police to collect the body. They come in, and they just smelled this awful putrid smell like she had been there. Apparently, he called much later, it turns out. It wasn't immediately after. And they found this gross, decaying body... And they looked for him, and he was in the basement. And he was just carving away, just doing his thing, like, was never didn't mom? leave. It wasn't of his mom, no. And he wasn't carving his mom. He was just carving stuff out of wood. Because it's a summer camp, and I was 12. They're not that horrifying, Kelly. <laughs> so they take him, and they put him in a mental institution because he's clearly insane. Ouch. So he was in the mental institution until, let's see... I think they said the year 2000 is when he escaped. Because when I was in summer camp, it was like 2004 or 2005. <laughs> so they were like, the year 2000, he escaped and is somewhere in the Georgia woods. And that sometimes hikers would go missing. They wouldn't find the bodies. And they said that the one time they ever got close to finding him was at this very campsite where we were with the buildings with no fourth wall. Oh, no! These hikers went up and they just smelled this awful, disgusting smell. And they walked up and they saw two sleeping bags with dead bodies in them. (gasps) And they freaked out and they had to go somewhere to a phone to call for help. So they left to go call for help. And by the time the police arrived, the bodies weren't there anymore, but (gasps) there was a perfectly carved rocking chair. (gasps) What? And it was rocking, (laughs) sitting there. He brought the rocking chair to take the bodies away? He's like, this is a fair swap. (laughs) This is exactly how this works. Fuck. (laughs) And now it's working the way I thought. He's like, all these bodies run the way it doesn't rock so good. It wasn't for that damn twig. And that was the story that scared the crap out of me when I was 12 at summer camp. So I decided to look it up. I was like, is there any, like, story that resembles this one at all? And I found one kind of similar called 
the bunny man. <gasps> bunny man! But it didn't happen in Georgia. It happened in Virginia. Okay, so the legend goes... So the bridge is on uh, Colchester Road in Fairfax County, Virginia. And the legend goes, was in 1904, there was an asylum not far from the bridge. Residents of the area didn't like the idea of mental patients near their new homes, so they got it shut down and all the patients were taken by bus to Lorton Prison. Uh, The bus then swerved and crashed, and they were able to locate all the inmates that were on the bus except for one. The escaped mental patient was named Douglas Griffin. After the crash, he disappeared. Weeks passed, and rabbit corpses began appearing in the woods. Douglas was apparently eating bunnies to stay alive. This went on for a while. Then one Halloween night, a group of kids were hanging around the bridge. They reported seeing some sort of bright light or orb, and then in a flash, they'd all been strung up like the bunnies, gutted and hanging from the bridge. The missing mental patient was, of course, assumed to be the killer. And rumor goes that if you go to the bridge on Halloween night at midnight, you'll end up just like the kids and the bunnies. The reason why he's called the bunny man... This is buck teeth. Ears! No. (laughs) They stuck up really weird. He'd hop away from the crime scene. He dyed eggs. <laughs> he left Easter, or he left uh, little clues for people to find him. He had a holy hand grenade. He liked chocolate. He pooped in pellets. He wanted to take over for Jesus Day. He died on a cross. <laughs> he said, what's up, Doc, anytime before he murdered someone. You guys are going to fucking kill you. This is my so... favorite guessing game of all time. <laughs> He was called the Bunny Man for multiple reasons. One reason was um, some would say that they would find half-eaten rabbit carcasses hanging around. And Wait, that monkey carcasses? No, rabbit! rabbit. Oh. My monkey! Rabbit carcasses hanging around <laughs> the area and on trees. <laughs> or on under a bridge overpass and along railroad tracks. But also in 1970, a man wearing a bunny suit threw an axe at an on-moving car, and it got lodged into their window. But wait, when you say bunny suit, do you mean, like... No, like an Easter bunny suit. Oh, okay, because I kind of thought that, like, maybe it was, like, a Playboy bunny suit. Oh, no. That would be just as that terrifying. That would be right. <laughs> That would be just as terrifying. I'd be like, okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> just see these, like, hairy sight. thighs popping out of it. Oh, my oh, God, like a, like a Like a hairy dude? <laughs> I imagine he was, like, a hairy man with it. Oh, so uh, he threw a hatchet at a car in 1970, and it was thrown by a man in a bunny suit. But when they went to go investigate, he wasn't there anymore. And then literally days later, someone saw a man in a bunny suit off the side of the same area chopping wood with an axe. <gasps> to make his rocking chair. So that's part of <laughs> to make his rocking chair. You got it right, Sammy. I'm sorry. Full circle. <laughs> so, but the unfortunate part that seems just not true is that there was actually never an asylum in that area in Clifton, and the prison that was mentioned wasn't actually built until 1910, and even then, it wasn't technically owned by Virginia, so the inmates wouldn't have been transported there. Um, A man named Brian Conley 
took like a deep dive into the story to see if he could find anything that was true about it. And he said that even at Lorton Prison, they couldn't find any court records that showed a Douglas J. Griffin. You did a great job, Katie. We're just being assholes. It's okay. It's pretty fun to be an asshole, though. We're having a blast. I did very much enjoy our guessing game. (laughs) Yeah, same. I have more stories if you guys want to split them. I think the whole story overall, along with Cropsy, is what inspired an inmate escaped and is killing people in the woods, right? Uh, Because Cropsy, you know, lived in an abandoned hospital and would kidnap children and kill them. Uh, In real life, it turned out they were typically special needs children. But everyone knows Cropsy, so I wanted a new story that everyone didn't know. It's not proven that whether in the 1970s it was the same man or not in the bunny suit who threw the hatchet and was chopping wood on the side of the uh, road. What is I'm probably botching on? the fuck out of the story, and if someone wants to like send an email or some shit correcting me, like go for it. All right, I have more, more scary stories. Go for it, go for it. I have one that's very mild, one that's gross, and one that's spooky. Mm. Mild, gross, or spooky? Choose your favorite version of salsa. Spooky. Spooky? Want to start with spooky? Okay, so here's the thing. You guys know haunted houses? How people pay to have a fun, spooky time? Yeah. For example... (gasps) What? what? I just remembered something involving haunted houses. It's a fun, spooky time. So you do yours, and then I'll do mine. Okay, cool. This is kind of like a two-in-one, but it's fine. Basically, you know how sometimes people pay to go have a really spooky time with their friends? Yes. That's a thing called a haunted house, and we're all familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. Thank you so much for this riveting story. <laughs> Thank you for that. Let's all go find one, but oh, wherever wow. are they? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Basically, this is an advertisement. There's a long history of people who have killed themselves by hanging being mistaken as decoration. So, wait, wait, wait. Being this is the 1960s? like in the haunted houses. Yeah. There's two different versions, okay? So there's one where people will do, like, a Halloween prank to do something spooky for Halloween. They uh-huh. accidentally kill themselves. People don't notice that they think dead. it's a decoration. Yeah. And then there's also other times where people will have just unrelated to Halloween, just decide to do the deed and then nobody checks on them or their corpse because they think it's just a, decoration. a spooky decoration. It's like that one movie we saw. What was it? It's like Halloween Horror Nights, but cooler. Hellfest. Hellfest. Oh. Hellfest. <laughs> it was Hellfest. And there are just like dead bodies in there, and there are people getting murdered in the houses, and they're and just like, "Oh, knew. this is a to- this is it's for just- the house." Yeah, but it's it's whatever. I, honestly, it's genius. It's genius. It's honestly. genius. It's genius. But um, I have a really fun, goofy story related to this. Believe Go it or not, it. I don't really need to tell any of these stories because they're just little news article clippings. But basically, okay. they're true. There's true stories of both incidences. One where suicides were mistaken for Halloween decorations and other ones where people try to do spooky Halloween stunts and end up dying. It's very What's the spooky Halloween stunts that they die in? 
You want to hear? Yes. They jump and they think they can fly and they can't. No, they don't think they can fly. I did that once. As a small child, I jumped out of a tree. With Aladdin's magic carpet. Did you break anything? Imitating a grizzly death by hanging is an annual feature of many Halloween haunt shows and spooky decorative displays, usually implemented by securing the victim in a harness that supports his weight when he drops from the gallows so that the noose placed over his head doesn't actually snap his neck or constrict his windpipe and prevent him from breathing. Unfortunately, on more than one occasion, such stunts have gone wrong and resulted in actual deaths. One such fatality was reported by the Chicago Tribune in October 1990. Yowza. Dang. Yeah. So people have actually hung themselves in a haunted house by accident. Yikes. It's fucking nuts. Did I ever tell you about the time that I got run over by a bike? <gasps> no. You've been, like, almost murdered by very many <laughs> natural circumstances. Okay, this one was my fault, though, because I was convinced that I was going to be a Sailor Scout when I grew up. Oh, no. And so I had just watched an episode of Sailor Moon. Me and my friend were playing out on our lawn. Was it Tara? It was Tara. Yeah. But <laughs> then I had, like, an across-the-street neighbor who had just gotten a new bike. And, you know, like, you used to pedal backwards to stop bikes. Yeah. And this one had the handle brakes. Oh. Right? So he did not know that yet. And so he came booking it at us and he's like I can't stop and me being the little kid that I am is like oh no he's gonna run over my house and so he's gonna run over my house (laughs) he's gonna squish my house and so I ran out and I was like Jupiter thunder and then he went right over me (laughs) why were you Jupiter (laughs) I don't know Jupiter thunder I liked her a lot (laughs) she had brown hair and then I had like a scar on my chin and I laid there for a minute and really I was more upset that I wasn't a sailor scout than anything else my neighbor came out and just saw me laying there Jupiter thunder he's like I'm fine oh no I have a scar on my chin from it actually you know that would be a famous vine now if only someone had a camera yeah Yeah. that's tragic that's tragic yet hilarious (laughs) immediately wrecked so (laughs) there's this documentary i love called the toys that made us yeah or the toys who made us one of them. Whatever. Something like that. That's the one with the Barbies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But each episode is themed a different one, and my favorite episode is the He-Man episode. That episode is fucking bonkers. The part is the inspiration for the villain Skeletor. The guy who created Skeletor in the 1960s went into a haunted house. And he ran into a literal dead body hanging. Mm. But he didn't know if he was a dead body or not. It, like, just really freaked him out. Like, this part. He was, like, this decoration's too... He just got extreme heebie-jeebies and, like, super freaked out. And, like, later that week they found out it was a real dead body. And that someone was, like, murdered and, like, hung in there as a decoration. And that no one noticed. And that was the uh, inspiration for Skeletor. His face gets fucking <laughs> melted off and he wore spandex? What the fuck? I don't know, but that's what they said in the documentary. And I was like, that's horrifying, but metal as fuck. I mean, yeah. that's cool and all. <laughs> I was thinking about what scared the crap out of me when I was in sixth grade. And the answer was flash videos. <gasps> Yes, where they jumped out and scared yeah, you. Yeah, there okay. were so many different ones. And then there was one commercial that came on. I remember my um, friend of me, Kirsten, who we were on again, off again, best friends. Friend of me. <laughs> best way to describe it. We were on again, off again, best friends. And at that point, we were on again. And she showed me this video. And then she, like, went home. And I was, like, crying. I was oh, really baby. freaked out. And then the fucking... Sponge Monkey's Quiznos Subs commercial came on. 
The what? Oh, no. Do you know? It's like the little, either like a taco or like a hand guy. And he goes, it, it's quiz, no subs. Subs are a dollar off when you bring in a coupon. Any coupon works. <laughs> yeah, no, the Quiznos, honestly, like it scared the shit out of me, and why? I remember screaming. And the reason crying. why millennials are having a hard time is because we were cursed as children by yes! Quiznos commercials. <laughs> Literally, those things are horrifying. Do you remember the weird like monkey? That's it. That's what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about the hand thing. No, it's called a sponge monkey. And it had like the teeth. Yes. Human teeth. They're scary. Fuck that. I think they also. We love the moon. Yes. Everybody knows what it is. We love the moon. Everybody knows what it is. We love the stars. And I fucking hated that. I hated those things. Oh, they're gross. Baby they're Sammy like something you would terrified. see on Robot Chicken, though. Yeah, yeah, but like there is also like the hand talking one. That's what I was. That's what I thought they're, you. Were I about. thought the Sponge Monkeys was a hand. Are they not? No, hands? it's teeth. I know they're. I thought they were hands with teeth on them. Are no, they not? it's like weird little creatures. hamster creatures that's been I edited. Hate them. They're terrifying. And also, when I was even smaller, there was I was afraid of Jello until fifth grade. What? Because it wiggled too much. No, because of commercials. There was a horrible oh. commercial that was like, eat the jello before it eats you. And this kid in the back of the bus opened his lunchbox and got sucked into a jello cup. Oh, and all that. that was left was his shoes. And my grandma had to call the jello company and complain because I was so upset. <laughs> oh my I God. I wasn't the I just knew what my comfort zones were, and those oh crossed God. the line, okay? But you weren't a weenie. <laughs> Not a weenie. I'm a Gryffindor. I'm very great. <laughs> anyway. Um, maybe you grew into your Gryffindor status. You know, I just didn't like stuff you that was creepy. You weenie. wasn't a weenie. <laughs> I was so a little weenie. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. oh, my fucking God. Wow. Okay, well, so I'm trying to think of commercials that scared me as a kid. The only thing I could think of was that, like, it didn't scare me, but I was always weirded out by the Capri Sun commercials. (gasps) The silver people? Yeah. Dude, that's not natural. I'm not into it. The gusher heads? The giant fruit heads? Their heads would turn into giant fruits? I do remember that, but it didn't scare me. Maybe I'm just immune to commercial fear. I was obsessed with the commercials. I thought I thought they were the best thing ever. Based off of if if you guys had met me as a child, you'd be like, "This girl's gonna grow up to go into marketing." Because I was obsessed with commercials. I would mm. quote commercials. I would like mm. just go into detail about the commercials I loved. My like, mom told me a crazy. funny story this weekend that I hadn't heard before. She said that apparently somebody asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I started reciting all the different careers on the degree programs online. So it was like. <laughs> You know, like, welder, typist. <laughs> and I just, like, listed all of them in the order of the commercials. <laughs> I was, like, three. I want to be a welder. Uh, yeah. Typist. <laughs> and I had never heard that story. And she was, like, it was adorable, but you were so mad at me for laughing at you. And I was, like, yeah, you bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Not literally. I would never call my mom a bitch. But no, no, we she's know a very nice lady. We know what you mean, though. I yeah. feel like we were more prepared for urban legends. Kelly, do you really not have any you remember? Fuck, I mean, I know Slenderman, but that's because I just because I played the that's video a game. Pasta, yeah, it's a creepy pasta. Um, it's not an urban legend. Here, this is a good one. You can take this one. If All you right, want. let me let me talk a lot. Here we go. Do you guys remember the urban legend of, is this one spooky? The, of licking gross. envelopes? 
Oh, yes. did you guys ever hear about the spider bite where like spiders would bite you and then they would like leave little eggs inside of you when you were sleeping and That's... they would hatch out of your skin? It's the same as the cockroach tongue <gasps> on the letters. Yes. Do you remember yes. that? Yeah, I remember. I was terrified of licking letters for a while because of the urban legend where if you like of someone licking their envelope and then they cut their tongue, but there was cockroach eggs on the, on envelope, the envelope. So it got in their tongue and healed. And, like, their tongue swelled up, and they didn't know what to do. And so they went to the doctor who lanced it, and cockroaches crawled out of their mouth. Oh, no. That's unacceptable. That freaked me the fuck out. I don't know the Jersey Devil one. The headlights one. I know that one where there was the girl with the guy in the back seat. Yes. I think about that. All the time when I drive at night. Basically, someone was behind a girl as she was driving in the dark on, like, a lonely highway, and they kept flashing the brights on, and she was getting freaked out, and they kept... She would speed off to try to drive away from them, and they'd follow closer and then flash the brights at them, and she just kept getting scareder and scareder, and eventually she had to pull over to get more gas, and the person followed her off, and she jumped out of the car and was like, stay away from me, like, stay away from me, and she... he. The dude who was following her jumped out of his car and was like, look, look, come here, come here. She eventually, like, ran away, and he chased her, and he was like, there was somebody in your back seat, and every time I was flashing your brights, he was getting up to stab you. I'm here, let me tell you about this creepy spider did stuff. So, there's a creepy spider. This guy went on vacation, right? And all of a sudden, he feels a little tingle jingle going Mm. on in his belly. And he knew something was wrong, so he goes to the doctor, and he learns... That a creepy crawly spider had gotten into his appendix scar. In the scar? Into the Not scar. A open wound? No. It was this, I guess the scar. Yeah, that says the scar. Got in, burrowed in, and lived there and was laying eggs. I said my spider bite thing and then immediately started reading this and was like, oh fuck. This it's is real. one of those things. It's real. It's one of those things where he goes in there and he lays little baby eggs. That's gross. It's nasty. Don't do that to me. You know, there are actually real stories. You know that fucking show, Monsters Living Inside Me? No. What? No, I don't know that show. Have you? You what? I don't know that show. Fuck, guys. We need to watch Monsters Inside Me. No, we don't at all. We don't need to do that even kind of. Is it it literal creatures? It's literal creatures. So this woman went to, like, uh, Brazil, I think? Anyway, she goes there, and there's something called a bot fly, where it literally does that. Like, and it's in several of these episodes where oh, it will literally, like, it will, like, get up in you and, like, uh-uh. live inside of you and lay eggs See, and, no. like, oh, God, it's the fucking worst. And it, like, causes so many problems and you can literally, like, see it moving under your skin. Oh, Bot my flies, God. man. Don't fuck with them. I'm I, I would absolutely stab my own arm if I saw that happen. Ew. I would, too. Kind of like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Ring You remember... Uh, that movie, Evolution, that I never watched because it looked too scary, but no. it had, like, the three eyeball smiley yes. face. I never watched it because it looked too scary. It looked too scary, but it's actually, like, 10. a comedy. We should... <gasps> Horror Movie Monday. Evolution. Write Monday. it down. I have Sorry. one more story written down. So, when I was a kid, my dad and my mom both rode motorcycles, and I wrote this one story that scared me because of motorcycles and the fact that we did that. we I rode to preschool in the back of my dad's Harley, and I, he took me to karate class with my bow staff on the back of his Harley. Okay, your dad was way cooler than me. You I'm sorry, that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Your dad was way cooler than my dad is what I meant to say. Katie, <laughs> you've met my dad, though. 
I know, but, like, my dad had a motorcycle, too, and he didn't take me to preschool in it. He just took me to preschool, like... Blasting Satan music that my... That's cool, too. My, my, my Christian... Because I only went to one private school ever, and it was my preschool, and that's where my Christian nuns were like, you're going to go to hell because you keep blasting ACDC on the way to school. Aw. In a convertible. My <laughs> It was an Oldsmobile. Aww, also cute. cooler than I will ever be. This is a dumb one. It's very small. Basically, this guy kept seeing these two motorcyclists driving on either side of the highway together and they would take up the whole road and he would cause people to like drive off the road these two wombo combos they're real sassy spicy boys and then one time this guy was sick of their shit because they were always driving through the same windy roads and they would always drive him off the road so he said you know what fuck this i'm not getting off the road for you guys i'm just gonna go between you jokes on him he got smooshed real bad it wasn't two motorcycles it was one semi-truck and he just right through the middle but how? Smushed. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. What? <laughs> there was a long, twisty country road, and this dude would go all the time, and there were these two motorcycle boys who would go the opposite way all the time. He'd always see them, and they would drive him off the road. So he was in a car. He was in a car. So then the last time, he was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to get driven off the road by you fuckers. I'm going to go between you, and you guys can get off the road. But when he decided to do that and be real sassy, it was a truck. It wasn't two motorcycles at all. Well. And he got squished. He died. This is why you can't have road rage. Yeah. This has been Urban Legends with Samantha. (gasps) Hello. Thank you. Goodbye. Sammy, I live in a mildly haunted house. It's only mostly haunted. It's mostly haunted. It's not even kind of mostly haunted. It's just a little bit mostly haunted. I said a kind of haunted house originally. (laughs) Anyways, this has been great. If you want to email us stories correcting us on all of this because we're full of shit, you can email us at cornonthemacabrepodcast at gmail.com or join the Discord and just send a bunch of angry rants. Go for it. I am giving you permission because I think it's funny and I'll read them all and I'll be like, oh, fuck, and I'll say our (laughs) corrections in the next episode. And I won't um, be there, though, so (laughs) go fuck yourself. (laughs) What? Did we ever think of a theme we want to do for the next episode? We kept talking about the two that we said in last episode that we haven't remembered yet. I know one was female serial killers. And then one had something to do with Madame Del... Torture. 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 Torture or female serial killers. One of the two. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Thank you for joining us on Quote on the Macomb. Hey, really quick before you quit recording. Who came up with that snazzy title? It was me. And then you were with me, remember? Because you said, I said every single time I, I hear corn on the cob, I think of corn on the macabre. Yes. <laughs> Katie came up with All it. All right, Kelly. You were with me, out. though. Like, But it feels like I should get some credit. Brandon, how did you <laughs> find out about that? <laughs> Kelly has a podcast coming out called, But Is It Sexy? <laughs> oh, are you doing it's it? Your, yeah, no, I have a logo and everything now. Wait, what is it about? Can I be part of it? I mean, you it's going to be a short, like, 30-minute thing, but yeah. You run the Instagram, but I'll be part of it. I'll help rank whether it's sexy or not. What is it? <laughs> it's you try out sex toys and say, is it, like, actually sexy or not? It's a sex toy review show? Yeah. You're going to do sex toys? Yeah, as a podcast. Kelly! I'm not streaming that shit, by the way. I just want to make that real fucking clear. Well, you can stream the review. <laughs> it's a review comedy. <laughs> Kelly! Oh, but is it sexy? <laughs> Yay, podcast! Keep it creepy, y'all.
Music by freestockmusic.com.